Romans chapter 12. And I want to preach a, a message because we're going through a series at the moment every Sunday night called We Are The Church. And uh, last week uh, we spoke about Renew My Vision. Uh, last, the other week before we spoke about renewing my witness because I believe that God wants to renew some things in our lives because, you know, life happens and we, we can, uh, you know, we can be on fire one week or one service and all of a sudden the enemy comes in and attacks us and we can lose our focus, we can lose our vision. And so tonight I want to preach a message just dovetailing on what I preached on Wednesday night about walking in the light. Tonight I want to talk about renew my walk, renew my walk out of Romans chapter 12 verses 1 through to 2 and the bible says in romans 12 verse 1 through to 2 it says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice i want you to get this tonight here it is paul is saying you got to present your body as a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god that which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed everyone say transformed Amen. You can be a transformer in Jesus' name. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's pray. God, I'm praying tonight, Lord Jesus, that for every person that has lost, Lord God, their vision, their witness, Lord, I pray tonight that you renew their walk with you, Jesus, that may they continue to walk by faith and not by sight. I pray, God, that you stir our hearts. Guide us, lead us into victory and guide us, Lord God, into destiny. We give you praise in Jesus' name and all God's people said, Amen. All right, so let's talk about uh, the renewed walk tonight. Because a renewed walk involves a disciplined life. And I want to consider two aspects of that walk. There's the roots of a disciplined life and there's the fruits of a disciplined life. So let's look at the roots and there's two subpoints. Let's call this one subpoint A. A disciplined life is a living sacrifice. All right, I want you to understand this. The words living sacrifice describes the Christian life is a disciplined life. This is daily. It's, it comes under, under this daily discipline that, you know, I'm going to present my body as a living sacrifice. And the word present is a technical term that, the, that uh, was used so the word presenting was the Levitical offering. So back in the Old Testament, the priest would come in and begin to present a sacrifice. And the offering requires a priest, it requires an altar, and it requires an animal. And so every time the priest would go in and begin to lay down this offering, this animal as a sacrifice, so that God, so this sacrifice can be the atoning uh, for the, the sins of the people. And so here it is, the priest tonight uh, is you and I. Jesus is the altar and the animal is a representation of our lives. And tonight we're not required to offer an animal. But tonight we're going to offer the New South Wales supporters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but tonight, you know what, here it is. The Bible tells us to present ourselves. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. Watch this, 1 Peter 2 verse 9, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. That You know what? You are now a priest. That here it is, you are to present your life as a living sacrifice. In other words, it's saying we need to die to ourselves. 
Listen, if you want to renew your walk in God, if you want to renew your life and say, God, I need you to restore some things in my life. I've been going through and it's been difficult. You got to come back to this truth. You got to die to yourself. You got to die to your flesh, your desires, the things that you want to do, the the things that the world is promoting you to do. You got to say, you know what, God, I'm presenting my body as a living sacrifice. Jesus said in Luke 9, verse 23, then he said to them, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. I mean, we got people right now you know what, they, they're following their supporters. I got, I got my Queensland supporter jersey on. But you know what, there's this people, they, they get up in the morning and they, they're following a team. I mean, they, they, they got the, everything is following. And, and so Jesus is saying, listen, if you want to renew your walk, you got you to gotta deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. It's so easy to go and follow the world. It's so easy to do your own thing and, and do whatever you want to do. But I want to tell you, if you want to live for God, if you want to live for Jesus, you got to have to pick up that cross. You have to crucify your flesh. I mean, Galatians 5 verse 22. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I mean, I'm preaching this message. I was staying up last night and I'm like, man, God, you know what? I'm looking for some inspiration. And I, I just I wanted to hear Billy Graham's voice. I mean, have you ever heard his sermons that he preached? Man, I'm telling you, he's, he's preaching about the love of God. I'm just like, woo, man. And he's talking about people following Jesus. You got to crucify the flesh. You got to lay down your life. I'm like, man, here is a gospel preacher that is preaching the same message that is in the word of God, that is still reaching souls, that is still wanting you and I to live for him and not the world. And I'm telling you, the message of the cross is still the hope of the world. Can you say amen? And I believe that there are people here tonight, God can renew your walk. God can restore your passion, your zeal again. It's when you decide to say, you know what, God, I'm going to give my life. I'm gonna, it's, a, it's a death. I lay down your life. Present your body. Present your life as a living sacrifice and say, you know what, God, I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to crucify my flesh with its passions and desires. Amen. Have you built an altar in your life? Have you put yourself on that altar and say, you know what, God, here I am. Just like we say tonight, God, here I am purify my life have you put everything on the altar i mean some people they come to church and it's like yeah lord you can take just my sundays or mondays tuesday wednesday i'm i'm with so and so i'm i'm here or there i'm you know what it's it's a secret undercover christian have you literally died to yourself have you laid down your life at the altar say god here i am lord jesus God, you know what I'm telling you, there's, there's men and women out there on the streets that are living for themselves, that are men and women who are making money and, and just building their own career and, and their life is like live for materialistic things. And, but one day it will come to an end where everybody will stand before God. And it comes back to this here, did you lay down your life? Because the one who died for your sins, he laid down his life. Jesus Christ gave up his life just so we could live. You know what? The disciplined life does just that. They lay down their life as a living sacrifice. Second subpoint under this heading here a disciplined life thinks soberly. Romans chapter 12, verses 3. It says this For I say, though through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure. Of faith. 
Amen. Right here he's saying we ought to think not highly than you ought to think. He's talking about an issue of pride where you look at yourself and you think you're better than someone else. And he's saying, listen, you need to, you need to consider, you need to think and, and begin to think soberly. The word sober is actually translated self-controlled. It's, it's, it's translated disciplined. And the disciplined mind governs all his passions, all his desires. And the believer is now beginning to think. And whatever he thinks, it's now being confirmed in the mind of Christ. And now it begins to spill out into his life. It begins to spill out into his heart, into his behavior. Because a disciplined mind that is, is focused and fixed on, on Christ, his emotions are now being moved by his thoughts of Christ. His, his behavior is being moved by what's inside his mind because Jesus is the center. And it tells us, do not be conformed to this world. In other words, you know what, in your mind, you've got things that you think like the world. You think, you know what, if someone offends you, you think like the world, you're going to attack them back. There's things in our world, when, uh, in our minds, when we think like it, lust comes in our minds. And we've got, you know, the world in our minds. But yet the Word of God teaches us a secret. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, God wants you to have a new life. And that comes through having a new mind. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A disciplined mind. I'm like, oh man, amen, Thelma. I, like, I was like, you know what? Thank you, Jesus, that you've given us this sound mind that we can now live according to his world. According to his word. Amen. Let's talk about secondly, the fruits of a disciplined life. I'm preaching this message because I know what it's like. You know, I got saved when I was a young teenage boy. And I'm, I'm, I've, I've got, you know, I'm wrestling. I've, I've built up this image, right? You know, and, and all the boys, uh, the, the girlfriends I was, was sharing today with uh, Lita and them, you know, Zara was saying, oh yeah, Bobby, you know, he came to church, but he was, you know, he, he had a bit of a girlfriend on the side there, so he wasn't really into it. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, oh, man, I, I was trying to hold on to my image. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, I'm like, man, I want to, I want to, oh, man. But, and I'm talking about, like, it's, it, the discipline life, it takes discipline to live for God. It, it, it takes discipline, but then the fruit is the other side is where, you know what, it's, it's no effort of our own. The fruit is growing because God's inside of you and growing. And so I want to just ask a couple of questions just to prod your mind tonight. How disciplined is your attitude towards yourself, God, and others? You know, the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5.20. Is it at work? You know, there's peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, gentleness, all these things Galatians 5.20 talks about. And, and, you know, is it evident in our lives, the fruits of a disciplined life? Secondly, how disciplined are you with your words? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. <laughs> every head bowed, every eye closed right there. <laughs> Psalms 19 verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You know, we're, we're not just pleasing people with how we speak and how we treat that. God sees us. And let it be acceptable in God's sight. And that's everything to, you know what, texting. That's everything to your Instagram and Facebook posts. It's everything. You know, you, you, 
it's, is it acceptable in God's sight? Psalms verses uh, uh, 19, 14 is a very wonderful verse, you know, because it's talking about let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. So the things that hasn't even been uttered yet, but it's right there. And God says, I see it. Even though you haven't spoken it, I know it's there. And God's like, man, I, is he pleased with you? words is he pleased with your words inside of your heart thirdly how disciplined is your worship hebrews 10 verse 25 not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as in the manner of some but exhorting one another so much more as you see the day approaching how disciplined is your worship towards coming to church are you faithful to church where god is now able to speak into your life and to renew your walk how faithful are you? Psalms 104, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. You know what we as believers, we ought to do? We ought to come in here joyfully. Man, there are many people right now heading down to Roma Street, heading down to Milton Station to go and support the, you know what, the, 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 the Queensland supporters tonight. And uh, here it is, you know what, they're going out there, and, but, but yet they're going in with thanksgiving. Woo, woo, Queensland, oh, they're going, it's like, yeah, yeah. But you know what, Wednesday night church, Sunday night church. We're here, we're here, come on now, we're here. Yes, Jesus, we're singing tonight. We're like, yeah, God, you're more than this, you know what, this sport game that's going on. How disciplined is your worship? Here's another one, how disciplined are you with giving? is giving a grace that is flowing from your life that you experience or is it something that you have to endure think about that for a minute it's giving a grace that is it's flowing because of something an experience that you have with christ or is it something that you just have to oh man it's just no so i just gotta give more oh, it's like, oh yeah you know 10 percent. yeah the bible speaks about i don't know where that accent came from but I, <laughs> it's like man you know it the fruit of the spirit it's, it's at work it's, it's it's not manufactured it's like man I, i'm i'm so grateful when it comes to the offering i'm, I'm like you know what man whenever I, I set it up whenever giving comes or whenever i get paid boom boom it's straight into the uh, offering i'm like you know what god this is your money this is this belongs to you Jesus, i got a conviction about this and many times over the years and for myself and even for my wife we've seen so many miracles happen and and not even for our family but just everyone in general that we've got in contact with over the years of church and meeting people it's like they trace it back to their life of giving i mean there was a a pastor he was sitting down watch this he's sitting down in the in a, what do you call it a restaurant or a cafe he's sitting down drinking his coffee and he's praying he's he's doing the church sums uh, the church, uh, you know, at some, and he's like, man, we need this much money. And he's sitting there, you know, drinking his coffee, and all of a sudden, a guy walks up to him, drops a wad of cash right there to the exact amount that he needed. And you know what I'm telling you? Because here it is, because he, he, he say he referenced it because he was just saying, you know what, we're just going to be faithful and give, give, and keep giving and believing God. And all of a sudden, God goes, you know, I know exactly what you need. And I want to tell you tonight, how disciplined are you with your giving? How discipline are you with your tithing you gotta make it a conviction because i'm telling you god does want to bless you but he can't bless you if you're still withholding luke chapter 6 verse 38 says give and it will be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together running over will be put into your bosom for the same measure that you use it'll be measured back to you you know 
to renew your walk? Why don't you combat that, that, that part of that thing that's in you that really wants to hold on? You just come against that spirit. Say, you know what? I'm giving. Whenever you feel like, man, I just, I'm getting attacked by the enemy. You know what the Bible says in Malachi 3 verse 10? It says, and I will rebuke the devourer. You know, you're living under curses. It's, it's, it's right there. And we, we as believers, we got to understand this. It's spiritual. And it's not just, you know what, earthly. And we see things, oh yeah, it's just 10%. It's just giving. But listen, something is activated in the supernatural area. Amen. How disciplined are you in your devotional life? If you want to renew your walk, if you want the passion to be stirred again, this includes your devotional life of Bible reading and prayer. Jesus taught about private and public prayer. Jesus spoke about silent and spoken prayer, seeking and waiting. Disciplined prayer is honest prayer. It's, it's real prayer. You know, we just, sometimes we just can't find the words to pray. It's like, man, it's, that's, that's prayer right there. Real praise, man, there's, there's, there's tears. You're on the verge of just like, man, come on, God, we need you. Prayers that are, are grateful prayers. Prayers that are, you know what, consistent prayers. Prayers that are specific. Jesus is seeking us to just communicate with him. Prayer is the air to the believer. Can't live without it. I want to say, you know what, let the church constantly pray. That, you know what, God, you're going to, you keep this church vibrant and thriving. You know what, man, we as, as his people, man, you know, we ought to be the joyous people filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with, you know what, man, nothing but joy. You know, we believe the songs that we sing. You give me joy. Amen. The world didn't give it a world cup. Man, we believe these songs. And that comes through prayer. It's just flowing out. You know, Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of water. To renew your walk, you must ask the question, is Christ my master or is he just a mascot? Just, oh yeah, that's just a mascot on Sunday. It's something I do on Sunday. You watch your life will then begin to dwindle down to nothing because Jesus is not the center. You know what, tonight's message is called Renew My Walk because you know what, I believe there are people here this tonight that you feel like, man, I just, I'm just not going the same way I used to be. Listen, God loves you and he wants you to hear this message and you know what? He wants you to be fulfilled instead of being frustrated. You see, when you begin to allow Christ to be your master, the result will always be fulfillment instead of frustration. That as you begin to go through the, the questions that I've asked you, you know what? All these things, you know what? There's the roots of a disciplined life. We lay down your life as a sacrifice. But then the fruit of it that comes from it, it's just amazing. You experience these things and God begins to open up the heavens for you. And you begin to walk in the favor. You begin to walk in His flow of grace. That You know what? You didn't obtain it. You didn't earn it. You, it's just simply, you know what, man? God, you're, you're just amazing and it's just flowing through your life. You see, it'll result in fulfillment instead of frustration. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. God, renew our walk tonight. We are the church. We must continue to be the shining lights in this dark and dying world. Amen. You know, God loves us so much that, you know, after this morning's message, just talking about, you know what, who you're going to choose to marry. And tonight, you know, I believe that God is speaking to us tonight about sometimes we just, we, we can just get stale. 
Sometimes we can just lose our focus. We can lose our passion. But God loves the church. He, he's speaking to us tonight to remind us. Lay down your life. Don't think like the world. This, live a disciplined life. Because the fruit that comes from it, can't describe it. You just got to live it and experience it. Now, we're not here to just endure through church. We're in here to enjoy church. We enjoy each other's company. We enjoy coming to church. You know what? Hear the word of God. I believe God's done so many miracles in, in every single one of our lives. And God wants to take you deeper. God wants to take you on another level. God wants to take you into a destiny that, you know what, you thought you could do, you know, you can only go so far with what you can do. But let me tell you, God can bring you into something far more greater. Open up a door in a business. Open up a, a door where, you know what, it's a relationship where it's like, man, connections are just taking place. Will you surrender your life and say, you know what, God, I'm, I'm going to yield myself. Lay it down as a sacrifice. I'm going to give myself to you, Jesus. I encourage you to do so. I'm going to change the order tonight. I'm going to speak to some people. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe you're watching online and your heart's not right with God. Maybe you're away from the Lord tonight. You know what? You're, you're far from God. You're, you, you know, renew my walk. You're not even on the right path. Jesus says, you know what? Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. Are you on the narrow path tonight? Are you carrying the cross are you following Jesus or are you just living your own life because there will come a day my brother my sister where the Bible says that it's appointed for man to die once and then comes the judgment are you right with your God are you right with your maker that will he say to you well done good and faithful servant or will he say depart from me I I never knew you you who practice lawlessness meaning you know what you just do your own thing and sin day after day don't expect to come into my kingdom. Don't expect to come enter into heaven without Jesus in your life. If that's you tonight, you know, you know you're not right with God. You know you're away from Him, but you want to give your heart to Jesus. If that's you, won't you raise your hand? Say, yes, that's me. Lift it up. No one looking around. Say, yep, that's me. I'm not saved. My heart's not right with God. Lift it up. Lift it up tonight. And we're talking to the sisters today. Talking about how short life is talking with uh, uh, you know what the ladies and they're saying man some people even had dreams of you know what man Jesus coming back and they're being left behind what about you tonight if Jesus was to come back will you be taken up into heaven or will you be left behind you're here tonight you're not saved when you lift your hand and say yep that's me lift it up lift it up lay it down tonight lay down your life and say yes I'm not saved my heart's not right with God pastor would you please pray for me lift up your hand tonight say yes that's me I'm backslidden I'm away from God lift up your hand and say yes that's me God loves you he wants to save you amen I see that hand God love you God bless you tonight anyone else you want to join this honest heart say yes that's me I'm not saved I'm not right with God if I were to die tonight I'd spend eternity in hell but I want to give my life to Jesus if that's you raise your hand lift it up no one looking around. Every head bowed is every head is bowed and every eye is closed. God loves you. Amen. My sister, you lift up your hand. Come, come, I'm gonna pray with you tonight. Amen. God bless you tonight. If anyone else you want to join this honest heart, just come, come out of your seat, join us at this altar. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Just say this prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. 
come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Tonight, I make you my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Father God, I just pray for Maldina right now. Jesus' name, God, I pray, loose your spirit, loose the touch of the Holy Ghost over her life. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ right now. Minister over her, God, speak to her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen.